You are listening to the Rock That Creative Job podcast with Jamie Roberts, episode 27. This podcast has a very focused mission to inspire, motivate, and empower you with the tools, insight, and guidance you need to get better jobs, better work, better pay, and build the creative career and life you've always wanted. So click subscribe wherever you're listening to this podcast and let's rock. Hey, creatives, happy June. If you reside in the Northern Hemisphere, you know that this month kicks off summer. We have hot weather happening. We have beautiful flowers blooming. We have allergy season in full effect. And we also have a lot of new graduates with their respective creative professional degrees looking for work. And this creates a little bit of a competitive fever in the air during these months because we have people out there who are extremely knowledgeable in all the latest technical tools, all the latest trends, and they are driven and focused to get themselves the right job. So I'm going to present a new idea, and it's one that you're probably going to disagree with at first, but hear me out, because even though it's a viewpoint that you may be skeptical of, it might make you think differently about what you're going through right now. If you're a creative in search of a job or one who's simply stuck in a dead-end position and is worried about ever moving on. Because today, we're going to talk about how to reframe the idea of competition. But before we dig into this, I have some big developments in the works for the second half of 2023. And if you have not become a member on my site at rockthatcreativejob.com, I want to invite you right now. It is completely free and I am building up so many more career support tools and resources for you. And I want to be able to get to know you better and provide all the right things for you. When you sign up as a member, you'll get things like weekly emails with content to support your on-the-job challenges or your job search challenges. You'll get downloadable cheat sheets and workbooks and templates. You'll also get speaking event notifications for all my live IRL and live virtual events. You'll get invites to live coaching sessions that I'll be hosting or Q&A live streams. You'll also get discounts on any products that I put out like courses, workshops, books, and some hilarious swag that I have in the works right now. You'll also get discounts on private one-on-one sessions with me, and you'll receive previews on podcast episodes and videos that will support your creative mental health. And if you're one of those people like me who subscribes to something and then immediately unsubscribes because they have gotten 12 emails in the first 48 hours, I can assure you I will not blow up your inbox. I will not use weird manipulative subject lines like, oh, have you forgotten me? I will not follow you around the web like some cyber stalker. And I will absolutely never sell your information to anyone else. This membership invitation is simply so I can get to know you and support you more effectively in your creative career. So join today, totally free rockthatcreativejob.com. I'm excited to meet you and know more about you and what your goals are so I can help you get there. Okay, so let's talk about competition. Here's the idea I want to present to you. There is actually no such thing as competition in creative. Now, I know some of you probably just rolled your eyes, but let me go into this because I suspect I have a persuasive argument and you'll come around towards the end of this podcast and understand what I'm trying to say and how it's going to help you. So competition assumes that all creatives are similar enough that only one role would be the right fit for all of them. 
When in reality, there is no one size fits all in this career. We know that. Everyone is different. Everyone sees the world differently and everyone creates differently, which means there is a right role for everyone. And if we're paying attention to who we are and how we do our best creative work and how we articulate our value to others, there is a right fit specifically for us, which means it's probably not the right fit for someone else. So I want you to think about this the next time you decide to freak yourself out by reading all the news articles about layoffs or counting how many creatives are looking for work on LinkedIn. We all see those notifications every day. And I'm sure if you're in a toxic job or a job that bores the pants off you because it's way below your skill set, you're thinking, at least I have this paycheck. But that's not an okay thought because it's you telling yourself that this is as good as it gets for you. And that's why I'm here to tell you that those people that you see in those news stories, in those LinkedIn updates, those people are not your competitors because their right job is not your right job. The fear of not getting what we desire has so many of us completely freaked out. Most of my clients feel this way when they first come to me, and I know that the anxiety of this self-imposed, overly anxious, competitive approach has held them back from growing in their career. This is a roadblock that builds up in your mind and is also reinforced daily by pressure from the media, your friends, your parents, your peers. And if you've been listening to this podcast for a few months, you may have heard my episode in late December on job searching in an unstable economy, where I tell the story about how I graduated college as a graphic designer right after the September 11th terrorist attacks in the U.S., and how I really had to employ some self-discipline and some strategies to shut out the naysayers and the fear mongers so I could keep moving towards the job I really wanted to find, even though we had a significant economic disadvantage at the time. And by the way, that's episode three for those of you who might want to download it or give it a listen after this one. So I had to navigate those competitive feelings really early in my career, which is how I know what they can do to your mind. Because when we constantly compare ourselves to others and measure our success solely by external standards, it can drain the joy out of our creative work. The fear of not being good enough, that imposter syndrome feeling, and the need to constantly outshine others by competing can lead to self-doubt and serious creative blocks. And the real focus should be on our personal growth, our creative experimentation, and the sheer joy you receive by innovating without the burden of comparison. Because that's where the real ideas lie. The great ones, the ones that make your clients and teammates say, holy crap, how did you ever even come up with that? Those are the things we strive for. And we can't get there when we are feeling overly competitive because that feeling shuts us down. And for many of us, our creative careers are deeply personal expressions of our emotions, thoughts, and experiences. They are our identities, which is why we feel so passionate about them and also why we feel so terrible when they're not going in the direction we think they should. Embracing diversity and perspectives enriches the creative landscape. So we need to celebrate that rather than try to outdo one another or feel jealous and frustrated at the success of others. Because jealousy stems from our brains making us feel as if we can't have what other people have, that there's not enough to go around. And that is simply untrue. Now, of course, there are a certain number of jobs in the world. 
And there are a certain number of creatives looking for those jobs. But that doesn't mean that the job that is right for you is not out there. All it means is that you've been too afraid to actually look for it and to do the things that you need to do to be able to find it. So if you're feeling that urge to get super competitive when you move into this phase and take a swan dive into that lack mindset that gets you worked up, the best thing you can do for yourself is these two things. Number one, completely understand how you do your best work. This will help you answer interview questions. It'll help you position yourself appropriately. It'll help you ask the right questions in interviews or in networking conversations or in recruiter screening calls so that you know the environment you're going into is a fit for how you actually want to create. And the second thing you need to do is know how to articulate what you bring to the table because knowing and effectively sharing that information is the only way the right job is going to find you. And if you're holding back on this and you're underselling your skills and experience, and if you're not being truthful about how you actually do your best work, you're never going to find that right match. And even more important, you're probably going to attract the wrong match, which means the potential for another dead end role, a toxic environment, a bad manager, a boring as hell work experience with zero growth opportunity. Do not let these things happen to you. You deserve more and you deserve the right match for your creative soul. Now, those of you who listened to my podcast before or have talked with me in person know that I love to use relationship analogies when it comes to conversations about job searching because what you put out is truly what you get back. And I want to give you a great real life example from a friend of mine who had an online dating profile up for years and kept attracting a certain type of person that was never the right type of person and got themselves into some relationships that weren't great, that weren't supportive, that weren't what they needed. Once they realized what they could give to a relationship and how they could be a partner to someone. They created a profile that felt more authentic and transparent to who they really were and the hobbies and interests that they had, the ways that they communicate and the ways that they engage with other humans. They ended up finding the most perfect match, someone that they never thought was even out there. Someone that just fit them so perfectly that they had a hard time believing it was real. It was all because they knew themselves so well that they were able to articulate their own personal value and to be authentic and honest and truthful. And they attracted someone who was the exact same. This is why the idea of competition does not exist. You're looking for that one-to-one -one match. And if you put yourself out there in a way that speaks to an individual hiring manager, an organization, or a client in a way that feels connected, that is the position for you, which means it's probably not the position for other people. And it's also important to note that a job can be right for you in the beginning, but things can change. Managers, org structures, job scopes, roles and responsibilities, budgets, clients, all of those things can change the position so that it might not be right for you later. So if you're someone who got into a job 
and a few years into it, you're starting to question if it's the right thing for you, that is perfectly normal and perfectly okay. And it's something that you should absolutely explore because that means another right job is opening up for you somewhere else. And the person in that one is probably feeling exactly like you are right now. They probably want out and maybe you want in. And we need to push past the fear and actively recognize this so we don't stay in these dead-end jobs that do nothing for our creative minds and our creative careers. We only do this because we believe that this is the best we can get or that there is nothing else out there for us. And we all know that's not true. I've seen it in my own career many, many times, and I've seen it in countless others as I've worked with creatives across the world to help them get unstuck and feel more in control of their life and their creative potential. So I want you to remember that there is a right job for every single one of us. And we need to shift our mindsets to embrace a more positive and inclusive approach, knowing that each of us has a completely unique contribution to make to the world. We need to cheer each other on and celebrate the incredible talent that surrounds us all because together we can create a more vibrant community and a more supportive creative community that inspires everyone to reach their goals and does not promote this feeling of a competition. That is a negative feeling. And we do not benefit from that as individual creative thinkers. And sure, you're working for an organization. You want to understand the competitive landscape. You want to know what other people have done that are selling the product and the service that you are also promoting. That is completely fine because that's business. But when it comes to your own personal motivations and that deep desire that you have to do the creative work that you know is inside you, there is a different motivator that needs to happen. And that releases the dopamine that we need and the good vibes that we have to have to actually be truly creative in our work. And if you listen to any of my mental health series episodes from last month, you know that when our mental health is in a positive state, we experience heightened inspiration, clarity of thought, and an expanded capacity for ideas. So taking care of our mental well-being allows us to unlock that potential for self-expression, innovation, and those kick-ass client solutions that you live to present. And we all need to do more of that. So the next time you see someone announce that they've gotten a new job or accept a promotion, instead of feeling frustrated with where you're at or feeling like they may have gotten something that should be yours, say to yourself, great, they found their thing and I cannot wait to find mine because that's a better feeling thought and that's what we need. We need those thoughts. Competition does not have a place in the creative world because we all have individual perspectives and no two of us see the world in the same way. And if you need help doing any of the things I mentioned here, like understanding how you work or articulating your value to potential employers or clients, please contact me. I have specific sessions devoted to these exact things to help creatives understand how to promote themselves more effectively, and how to find that right match. And I would love nothing more than to help you find yours too. You can reach me at rockthatcreativejob.com. You can send me a message there. You can connect with me on LinkedIn and DM me there. You can follow me on Instagram, send me a message there, or you can email me directly at rockthatcreativejob at gmail.com. So I hope this helps you think a little bit differently about competition as it relates to creative careers and creative jobs. We are truly all better together. And 
if we can focus on lifting each other up and making our voices heard collectively instead of wondering if there's not going to be enough jobs for us or there's not going to be enough to go around, that's actually going to strengthen this industry so much more than if we are individually competitive and worried about feeling like an imposter or feeling like we're not good enough. And that is the type of of sentiment that I want to promote on this podcast, in my content, and in my individual work with people. Because we all deserve to find our exact right place in the creative landscape. And I want to make sure that every one of us can get there. So thanks for listening. And I'll catch you in the next one.